Only forward pants in this band. No, I'm talking about Christopher Cross. Sorry, I got spooked. Did you get spooked? Spook uh, alarm. Spook alarm went off. You had the, you had the evil spirit in I you. was in the middle of it. I was feeling it. I was getting ready to go into it. And then Spooktober hit me like a like a ton of brick, like a bee to the sting to the face. Wow. That's uh, oddly specific. Like a uh, like a leg breaking on a piece of wood. Like, wow. a, uh, like a man getting thrown out of a plane and crawling up on shore like a uh, a uh, child being burned at the stake that's that's what it felt like that just hit me spooktober is upon us i guess that's all i have to say you felt like uh, you were watching a movie that was rated 25% under on on rotten tomatoes because it was like your job ah, it kind of is your yeah, job it is my it's job. real rotten. yeah 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 wow this- see that segue I'm here for my six-figure job. Give me my paycheck, Jeff Bezos. Pay us our money. We deserve it. <laughs> you, Mom, I want a vape. It counts as a charitable donation if you if you pay us our money. So please uh, make it out to Real Rotten, the podcast, where we watch movies underneath 25% of Rotten Tomatoes. I know it's a wordy headline, but it, the check will bounce. Put it in the notes section. Yeah, the yeah. notes section. Yeah, the yeah, notes yeah. Section. yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead of drugs, put in that caption. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Nick, and that is Steven. Hey. We're here to open up. First of all, summer oh. of, summer of sick is over. Summer of sick us. is uh, summer of sick is beyond us. We are done with summer of sick. It's dead to us. Uh, we we are everybody's still sick because the pandemic is still happening. But we are into Spooktober, everybody's favorite part of the year except mine. So round of applause for everybody. Yeah, yeah, Spooktober, yay! Woo, spooky, spooky ghost. Yeah. All right, that's enough of that. <clears throat> and with uh, Spooktober, we have uh, uh, two two fine 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 foin foin uh, foin films uh, to to di- divulge in. The first of which uh, is what we're going to talk about day- today. And if you didn't catch that Curtis Mayfield uh, cover, it's about the Wicker Man. The Wicker Man. Year of Cage is still going on. We are not going to end the Year of Cage before the year is over. We're doing a. Maybe one of the most infamous Nicolas Cage performances of, of the his modern career. era. Yeah, yeah, of the modern era, without question. Yeah, and it's uh, it's the Wicker Man, and who better to bring on than a man who describes himself as the Wicker Man? No, does he? I don't know. Uh, We're about to find out. Yeah. <laughs> but, Maybe perhaps the Sticky Wicked. Oh, the Sticky Wicked. Please welcome Adam. First time guest, long time friend, Adam Murray. Adam Murray. What's Dang. what's going on, everybody? Yes. Um, uh, not quite a wicker man, definitely a wicker boy. Wicker boy, um, boy, boy. Yeah, boy. Yeah, yes. Well, glad to have you on the on the program. Uh, glad to be here. Glad um, glad we could find a resident wicker man expert. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Adam has a special expertise in that he's seen both films. Yeah, and he's and he's a candle maker. Uh, <laughs> a butcher and a baker as well. Yes, yeah. um, he's yeah. got the wicks down. All types of wicks. Now this is gonna be this is gonna be interesting because yeah I, I I watched 
both Wicker Mans around 2006 when they came out and uh, haven't seen the old ones since. So uh, it is it is only um, exists in fever dreams, uh, <laughs> yeah. a la Nick Cage every single moment in this. Yeah, movie. every 10 minutes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I'm at Wick's end trying to trying to figure it out. Hey, speaking of Wicks End uh, sp- and Spooktober. <laughs> but can we get to know Adam really quick? Just a quick yeah. Adam. We're going to play the classic Adam game, which is I give Adam or I don't give Adam. <laughs> yeah, give yes. Adam or give don't Adam give Adam. Adam, give Adam. Give Adam or don't give Adam. We're just going to say movie genres, and you'll say whether you give a damn about it or not. Good. Okay. Uh, well, let's start off with the genre room right now. Uh, folk horror movies or just yeah. horror. We'll just go horror in general. Are you a horror guy? Uh, give a damn. You give yeah, a damn about a horror. Okay. A what's a, what's one first horror that movie that comes to your head? Ooh, um what was the Baba Duke? Baba Oh, Baba Duke. Love cool. that. I, uh, I I hated horror growing up, honestly, and then I I, I took a horror film class mm. at, uh, at Berkeley and was like, okay, I I, I kind of get oh, it. Right. There's just there's there's some nuances that I wasn't aware of when I was um, just crapping my pants. Did they talk so. about in the, did the did the class talk about how it was allegory for like coming out? Uh yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, you know, this was a, a Berkeley class after yeah. all. Yeah, definitely definitely look into that, Nick. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's can, a scary movie. Yeah, can you teach me your ways? Because I'm still uh, well, I'm just a I'm, I can't handle the jump scares very yeah. well, so I, I tend to stay away from horror. Let's do a mini tangent here, so, so we can get it over with. Nick, what's on your spooky movie bucket list for the month of October this month? Spooky movie bucket list. Uh, this month, Hereditary. Oh, it's happening. Oh, it's wow. happening this this year. It's going to happen. You. Good for you. I'm, her- I'm going to finally do Hereditary. Uh, uh, also on the list, Blair Witch. Uh, yeah, sure. Technically on the list. Yeah. I, well, I want to get some of the classics in. Uh, also on the list is Give me one Annabelle. More. Annabelle. That one's probably. I've terrible. done. I've done most of the Conjuring's. Yeah. So I think it's time to move into Annabelle range. Sure, sure. Go with the terrible movie. I think. Uh, I think you'll. I think you'll be all right this month. Uh, Adam, in case you haven't picked it up, Nick. Uh, Nick, watching horror films is probably better than the film itself. It's not. Oh, it, it is. No, he's, he's very active. <laughs> well, he's, I, I scare active everybody watcher. else around me more than the movie scares them. I did. A, I, I kicked it off with more of a thriller this year. Uh, could be could be classified as scary, but it is a classic. A Manhunter, the Michael Mann movie. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a thriller. Uh, yeah, more of a thriller. Yeah. Uh, but I so that's how I started my Spooktober. There you and go. Then I then I watched The Wicker Man. So now, to, now I'm ready to roll. I'll have to pick your brain later, uh, like Hannibal Lecter on that. Uh, moving back to gi- giving uh, giving Adam or not giving Adam, uh, unintentional comedies. Mm, I'm not gonna give Adam on this mm, one. That's a that's a hot take. Don't give it. Yeah, up. Care no, to divulge. I, uh, uh, well, I, uh, I didn't know that I had an opinion on this until, um, <laughs> just last night when I, uh, watched, uh, I watched this movie. You know, this is a, such a highly rated movie on Amazon reviews. I, I know it's very low on, oh, yeah. um, Rotten Tomatoes, but it's, it's like trap. in the, it's like in the 50, it has more than half of all ratings are five star ratings on yeah, Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> that's the most unfortunate thing about Amazon. It's a trap. Those are you, trap ratings. You, yeah, I uh, can you explain that to me? What is what do you how, well, how did I fall into this? Trap? In, in short, I, no, I, I know this is for a fact because as somebody who buys off Amazon on occasion, uh, they they say, Hey, give us five stars and we'll give you 10 buck, ten dollar gift card to Amazon. And then I'm like, Okay, this cost me ten dollars, I'm making my money back, and uh, all it cost me is a five star. So I think the wicker man <laughs> is paying people. That's just this just a this just this just something that happened to me. I, I think it's paying people the price of admission to uh, yeah, give it a five star review. 
quite a uh, quite a hassle there. Uh, it's a they, they got a, a, got a good little uh, good little deal going. Yeah, I, I want my four dollars back. Um, <laughs> absolutely. You freaking idiot! <laughs> okay. Um, unnecessary. No, it is very <laughs> necessary. Uh, Nick, you got another uh, another thing. Yeah, uh, last to last one. Uh, last one. Give a damn or don't give a damn. Uh, let's go with the the opposite of October. Let's go rom coms. Rom coms. Are you a rom com guy? You know, um, I'm gonna give a damn now. Wow. Yeah. Uh, wow. I was. Uh, I hated him when I was single, and and uh, ain't that funny? <laughs> All over the place. <laughs> wow. You're oh, like, man of culture. That's what we like to hear on the podcast. Sure, yeah. sure. That's what they call it. <laughs> he's he's romantic dynamic. Romantic comedies is, uh, is peak culture. Romantic comedies were kind of at a uh, uh, like a, an American all time movie high around the same year. Right? You know what? You, you're it's not true. wrong. That's true. You're not wrong. Uh, and and to uh, to exacerbate on that opinion, why don't you go back and listen to our previous episode, The Wedding Planner? We well, we're going to talk about a lot today. We're going to talk about uh, not only this movie, but the history behind this movie. We're going to do a little bit of top five about uh, our favorite folk horror movies, and uh, maybe we'll talk, uh, make a sequel. So stick around, but first, let's get a little taste of The Wicker Man. Afternoon. Give me your hand! child has vanished. Now, a cop must uncover a secret. Something bad is about to happen. The Underwitch World that kills Nicolas Cage. The Wicker Man. Ready PG-13. Start September. Wow, 15 second spot? Love that 15 second wow. TV spot. <laughs> they if only even... the film could be so concise. Right. I know. Right. They couldn't afford, couldn't afford the 30 seconds that it cost me on TV. They're like, we're going to be in debt. <laughs> If we do this whole 30 seconds, the less they know, the better. 15. Pull them in. Got to pull them in quick. I, this was around, two, so it came out in 2006. 2006 okay, yeah. so it's, it's around the time when I started becoming a uh, coherent movie-going adult. Self-aware movie-goer? Yeah. <laughs> so this is like when I started forming my own opinions. And Not seeing, everything was seeing Zoom movies. and G4. Yeah, apparently. seeing movies without my parents, you know. Mm. You know, when you're getting into like your 15s, 16s. And uh, the, the Wicker Man was when one was of... 10 was like a really uh it was a movie poster phenomenon. It's like a, it's a it, Friday it's a night. Post, it's a poster I remembered. It's a movie that I remember when it came out and I remember not seeing it. <laughs> if you were a good high school kid, this was a movie you saw on the Friday night it came out with all your friends. And if you weren't a good uh high school kid, you uh took money out of your parents uh uh, uh wallets and then saw it on the $5 Tuesday nights with your friends. I really wish somebody would have told me what this movie was like when I was in high school and forced me into it, because it would have been fun. It would have been a really good time. You probably would have wrote um, a senior paper on it. Yeah, maybe this would have been my uh, Berkeley class getting into horror movies. Wow. This is my version of Adam's <laughs> Berkeley class. Yeah, heavy analysis. <laughs> I really Adam, enjoyed yeah. the de- gender dynamic. So, Adam, did you rem- do you remember seeing this in theaters? Uh, I think this was like a, a few months after like uh, premium DVD rental. Premium, you know? wow! Like uh, like like you had to get to the the rental store before they uh, before they ran out. Yeah, were you, were you yeah. a blockbuster or a Hollywood video guy? I gotta say, um, there is a local chain in Alameda. It's not there anymore. But uh, shouts out Video Maniacs. If wow. you know, you know. Wow. See, Adam is a Adam is a townie. Wow. So just there you go. You know. <laughs> He's a Berkeley townie. Video yes. maniacs. 
Because they are zany to the max. Yeah, there we go. Good job. Uh, critical consensus of, of The Wicker Man from 2006. Rotten Tomatoes g- gave it uh, a 15%. 15. One five percent. One five. So that makes uh, that's kind of relevant with uh, the age that you would see this film. Audience uh, audience score consensus, 17%. That, One of the rare... See, that's rare consens- r- consensus... Consensus quake. quake. Yeah, that's trademark. <laughs> You're right. Cut, bleep that part. That Leave part it in, out. but bleep it. Yeah. yeah. Very clear that uh, Rotten Tomatoes is not giving out $10 gift cards for good reviews. Yes. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. This is true. They actually charge you if you leave a positive review <laughs> for a movie like this. This is possibly the closest we've ever seen a critic's review to a... This may be the closest Audience one. Review. This may be the closest one. If we had a producer, um, we would definitely ask them to to look that up. Yeah, but we don't. So but we don't. They all suck. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes blurb for the Wicker Man uh, stated: Puzzlingly misguided. <laughs> Neil Labute's update: The Wicker Man struggles against unintentional comedy and fails. Well, I, I, maybe I'm getting ahead of us here, but um, there is a there's some Nicolas Cage quote that uh, that kind of speaks to the. Say opposite it. of that. Say it. Okay. So now I gotta, now I gotta pull yeah, it up. We're, we're going we're straight to the trivia. Yeah, get get it out of the way. We need to know okay. off the bat. Uh, Cage himself acknowledged that the film was absurd. He remarked in 2010, there is a mischievous mind at work on the Wicker Man, you know? And you know what I mean? And I finally kind of said, <laughs> I might have known that the movie was meant to be absurd. But saying that now after the fact is okay, but to say it before the fact is not. Because you have to let the movie have its own life. Wow. There you go. He did the old so, retcon. The old retcon. Yeah. Yeah. yeah retconned we, his own film. But we but then we doing and, the whole time. Yeah, and then he also tracked it back to where he said he couldn't. He had no choice but to retcon because had he said it before the movie, people wouldn't have taken it seriously. I read mm-hmm. the same thing later. He. Nicholas Cage objected to the criticism of the film, saying it was un- unintentionally funny. Saying that him and the director knowingly. Made the picture a absurdist black comedy. One word, improbable. <laughs> that don't make no sense. Unlikely. Yeah, unlikely. Yeah, but that- but good on you, uh, Nick, for <laughs> trying to save face. Yeah, you'd make a great marketing man. Yeah, I think this was around the time uh, when he was doing those interviews about Wicker Man. Uh, he was filming season of the witch, which previous, yeah, yeah, witch, yeah, yeah, witch, yeah. previous uh, episode. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. <clears throat> uh, co-star Christopher Lee, who was in the original Wicker Man. Yeah. So, so he was probably saving face because he was acting around Christopher Lee and didn't <laughs> want to get stabbed with Charlemagne's sword or something. Uh, I, I, I did watch one. I watched one YouTube video. I, I did eight minutes of homework mm-hmm. about this movie. Where him and the director had a unscripted session by movie phone, where they uh, they ask questions from the audience to each other. What audience is in a movie phone? Audience? It's a, it's internet. The internet questions, oh. asking internet questions. Okay. Uh, Neil ran out of questions to say to Nick. Neil Labute, yeah. Meaning that Nick must have rejected a lot of questions and been like, "No, I'm not going to answer that one." So halfway through it, <laughs> Neil just has to come up with his own questions and is just like throwing them at Nick Cage. I like that, which is awesome. Yeah, but there's good. one part that we'll talk about later. But you got to remind me. So just r- remind me. But first, I'm going to say my blurb. My blurb is from Bill Moeller of the Arizona Republic. He said, "The first Wicker Man was about a cult. The remake is more about adult." Oh, that's, that's the true. Him. That's the true spirit of a of a Rotten Tomatoes blurb. Is it's got to be two sentences and it's got to have some sort of rhyming. You gotta scheme. give me it's rhyming scheme <laughs> or a real good zinger. Yeah, yeah, you gotta have a zinger in there. So thanks, Bill, for giving me that zinger. I thought it, yeah. it, it was fine. 
Nick, uh, Nick Shager, Nick Shager of Slant Magazine, uh, uh, this is my blurb, states, all the fertility rites in the secluded Pacific North, Northwest Island of Summer's Isle can bring to life Neil LeBute's barren remake of 1973's The Wicker Man. Pretty good uh, pretty good play on words. You don't often get for fertility jokes in, in a Rotten Tomatoes blurb. But and to be honest, I just noticed that Nick joke just did now. It. Nick did it. Good job, <laughs> Slant Magazine. Yeah, good job, <laughs> yeah. good job. Uh, uh, good news, bad news. Ebert didn't review this movie. Uh, good, good for I'm him. I'm glad he didn't have to watch this movie on his, uh, you know, last his quick, quick final years. Yeah, quick trivia tidbit. Uh, probably the reason he didn't review this movie because it wasn't open to critics. So it released. Uh, it re- once it released, that's when critics could see it. There was no special screenings for. Uh, for our guy, Raj was a he was he He's was. Like, a, I'm not gonna. You're not gonna give me special treatment. You ain't getting no special review. He's like I said in this theater with with uh, my boy Rope. Yeah, with the rope a dope. Yeah, with the I I sit with the rope a dope, and then we just watch these movies, and then I leave. I just do one day of movie <laughs> movies a year. Yeah, yeah. So instead, our notable critic is uh, Owen Gleiberman. Yeah, leave it to Gleiber. Uh, my one of my former favorite uh, critics. He what, what he changed in. He moved on from Entertainment Weekly. Oh, so there you go. He's dead to us then. Yeah. Now he now he's a variety writer, but this was when he was doing. With Entertainment Weekly, he said the whole thing is transparently a concoction, and even though the movie holds you, its climax lacks the tingle of madness. All that's burning is some sticks. But he gave it a B minus. That's a sexually charged uh, critic uh, critic blurb there, but uh, I'll accept it. B minus is crazy though. He gave it a B minus. How so do you give it a B minus? <laughs> he gave that's- it a. Positive. He must Did have not he, watched it. No, he must have. He had to give it a B because it's about bees. Like that's the only reason he would give it a B. Like I would, oh, I would if I was trying to be funny and be like, oh, this this B movie's B minus. I was thinking about this earlier. I I don't know how you guys feel about B movie, but I would have much rather watched B movie. Oh yeah, this. oh yeah. I'd rather <laughs> watch the sexual tex- tension between a between a honeybee and a and a lawyer lady than uh, <laughs> than watching Nicolas Cage get his legs broken by stumps. I haven't revisited B movie since its uh, memification, and I'm I'm ready to. I'm almost there. Yeah, I, I, I wish it was bad, be, but it's not. It could be fun. Yeah, it's in like the seventies or something. Yeah, it's good. Wild. Movie. Yeah, it's, <laughs> checks it's, out. Checks yeah, out. Yeah, it does. It does. Uh, Adam, I don't know if you have a, a blurb from Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, uh, no, but let me just click and find a random one. We'll see what we get. Okay. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, we got time. All right, point a completely blind reading here. Cole Smithy of colesmithy.com. Hell yeah. Says, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Verified. Says, Nicolas Cage gives the worst performance of his career opposite Kate Bear. Uh, how do you say Bayan? Bian. 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 Another B. Yeah. In this useless update of Robin Hardy's far creepier 1973 original suspense movie based on an Anthony Schaefer uh, novel. That is a really informative blurb. Yeah, it's good to have those. I think that that's something that we need to bring up later is where this ranks in, in Cage career. And uh, mm-hmm. it, it'll come up. But first, let's go to the facts. Yeah, let's, uh, let's, uh, let's do that thing that we all like to do. And... Nick to the facts. I'm going to have to record a new one of those. I really like it, though. <laughs> that one's so bad. I really like it. Released on September 1st, 2006. Happy 15 years to 15 years to The Wicker Man. Good job. Good job by that movie. For half our life ago. There half we our are. life ago. How, how do you think it aged? Poor, uh, poorly. 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 <laughs> I actually think it. 
I don't well, know. I, I don't remember the. Uh, yeah. What? Then again, if you make, it might have aged well into like a cult thing. That look, be, considering if, people still point. talk about it. Hey, if you're making balsamic vinegar, that vinegar is going to stay good for 15 years. <laughs> That's all I got to say. It's not like wine turning to vinegar. It's already vinegar. So it's like, oh, yeah. oh what'd you expect? What I, did you I expect? think you guys are right. I'm going to take it back because it is. I think it is just as bad as when it came out. I don't. I don't think it lost anything over time. Oh right? yeah, I think that's what you're trying to say. Oh yeah. Right? We're, oh, uh, quick fact for you: the budget was 40 million dollars, made worldwide to this day, 38.8 million. So yeah, it's it's not. <laughs> it's not doing good. Okay, here, here here are the other movies released in September 2006, and tell me which ones you remember and which ones you don't. Black Book. Yes, with uh, that's Brittany Murphy's last movie. Is it? I remember. No, so. no, that's that's a different black book. That's the this one's this one's about like not. That's or little black book. Yeah, that's oh, little black book. Oh, sorry. Uh, well, okay, so Idiocracy. Idiocracy. We all remember. Oh, yeah, yeah. never saw that in theaters. That which, was a DVD movie, which aged very well. Yeah, but here are the aged other ones. Too well. Bobby. Yeah, Bobby the uh, RFK movie. Yeah, the RFK movie and directed by Emilio Estevez. Uh, the Covenant. Uh, Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger as a priest. No, this no? is oh, like that's the, the werewolf. It's the that's werewolf, werewolf vampire. Yeah. It's like the vampire-y one. Uh, Pre Twilight, yeah. Uh, a good year, the Russell Crowe uh, Tuscany Future movie. Future contender. <laughs> Future I contender. Do know that one. That is mm-hmm. uh, Res- that... Rescue Don. With your uh, Dieter Dangler. Yeah. No, with uh. Well, he plays Dieter Dangler. It's Christian Bale. Yeah, Steve Christian Bale. Bale yep. Yeah. Uh, Werner Herzog movie. All the King's Men. The uh, which bad is bad remake. Really bad. Yeah. A really bad remake with Sean Penn as uh, Huey. Sean Penn. Yep. Uh, the Last Kiss, the follow, the Zach Braff directorial follow-up. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I remember not going to that. Yes. Yeah. I didn't have a date. The Black Dahlia. Black Dahlia with Josh Hartnett. Yep. That, yep. I read the book. Yeah, James Elroy book. The Queen. See, they're all just like... Oh, Helen Mirren. That's how she won the Oscar with The Queen. Yeah, yeah. How many of these movies have you seen again? Though? I've seen zero of those movies. Yeah, so... <laughs> Except so, Idiocracy. So yeah. all, all of those, we've, we've officially, all three of us have watched The Wicker Man probably more than we've seen any of these movies <laughs> combined. again. Combined. Yeah, combined. So yeah, I think it's a, it's worth the note that, you know, it has it has a bit of a life. Uh, uh, Wicker Man, also a PG-13 film. Hour 42 runtime. A little bit, little bit too long. A yeah. little mm-hmm. bit too long. About, about mm-hmm. I would say, about 12 minutes too long. Children of Men, though, did come out in uh, September 2006. So yeah, we got to recognize the best movie the of, the, of the year. Yeah, yep. it's the queen. Um, <laughs> Tagline. Serious. Oh, go ahead. Go, go ahead. On. No, you're fine. You're fine. Go ahead. I was going to say, serious question. Do you guys think that this could have been done as a, a 30 minute short? It'd be way better as a short because you'd cut out a lot of unnecessary nonsense. It would just be, uh, it would be a lot of um, nonverbal communications. Like not a lot of dialogue between characters, and it's uh, mm-hmm. the, and it's Nicolas Cage searching for like thirty minutes, just looking at weird shit. Which is all he did anyway. Yeah, which yeah, is all I wanted say, to see. You would keep all of the him walking through the woods and just cut <laughs> everything else. Yeah, yeah, him walking through the woods, finding the finding the pigeon, find the uh, find the dude who's all stuffed with sticks. On my uh, way on my uh, YouTube ex- ex- excursion excursion excursion, I did find a, a two and a half minute clip of somebody that cut together all of his running and yelling and um, fighting fighting women. Oh, p- kicking and, women in the yeah. face. Yeah, yeah, in a supercut. Yeah, I mean that guy's got problems. Yeah. Uh, taglines. Taglines. The, the only tagline I wanted to pull is uh, "Some sacrifices must be made." It's a good tagline. Yeah, it's pretty good. The worse the movie, the better the tagline is what we're finding out, yeah. I think. Yeah, I think that's the critical consensus here. Uh, my tagline is, uh, burn, baby, burn. No, that's really bad. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's oh, man. not okay. good. <laughs> okay, so my backup for when I get canceled after that one is uh, watch it if you bear. And then that's like a secret secret note for people. It's wink. spelled bear, like B-E-A-R. And then oh. when they when they watch it later, they're like, oh, Nick Cage is a bear. Yep. It's so, definitely a highlight. Yeah. Uh, oh, t- one of the best parts of the movie. But <laughs> Steven, your tagline. Yeah, it's questionable. Uh, my, uh, my tagline is... <clears throat> Some things are best left unfound. I mean, that's pretty pretty clear and to the point. Yeah, some things are best left unfound. Yeah, so don't find I, this. Don't find this little girl. Yeah, because you don't want to go to the stupid be. island. <laughs> missing children should stay missing. <laughs> yeah, stay missing on that island. I ain't going nowhere near Puget Sound. Uh, Adam, do you have a do you have a tagline by any chance? No worries. About yeah, that. yeah, I've okay. got I got one here. Okay. Um, this is from the IMDb. Flesh to touch, flesh to burn. Don't keep the wicker man waiting. Wow. <laughs> I should have just put that one in. That one works really well. Okay, so that's so when I that kind of brings me to like that's like a slender man vibe, right? Yeah. Where like the wicker man is out to get you. Yeah. They're trying to think the wicker man is the bad guy of the yeah, film, but you, he's not really so the that, bad guy of the that's film. When I when this movie came out, that's what I thought it was. I thought nope. Nick Cage was the wicker man, like, you know. He the bad guy? I thought it was like uh what's the movie with Crispin Glover, where he, um, he's a creepo the whole time. Willard. 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 I had. I Last thought it had like Willard vibes. That's another remake, by the way. Where he's like, he's kind of like leading this like female island onto people or something. Mm. Mm, interesting. So that's why I didn't see it. Yeah, Willard saw in theaters. Shouldn't have wow. seen it in theaters. The Rat movie. Yeah, by R- myself. Rat King of Chicago. The Rat King of Chicago with Arlie Army. <laughs> uh, plot keywords. Love the plot keywords. Yeah, they're not so bad. Unintentional humor, sure. Feminism, yes. Folk horror, yes. Ritual mask, sure. Pagan ritual, uh, sure. They're just being really uh, lazy with the last two. Ritual mask and pagan ritual. Yeah. Just give me pagan ritual. I don't care about the mask. Un- unintentional humor made it to the top of the list. I was interested to see what else would be on that list. Yeah, yeah. Why don't you go and And it wasn't, uh, when I clicked into it, because you can do that in IMDb, you can click on the keywords and yep. it brings up other ones. Uh, some of the other ones that are on this list. The Room. The Room. The Terminator Terminator Dark Fate, for some reason. Uh, a lot of TV shows. Dark Fate, the most recent one? Yeah. people. Do people not like that? No. I thought it was fine. I thought it was just fine. But then we get into Troll 2, yep. uh, Cruel Jaws, Slaughter High. So a lot of uh, a lot of the same kind of what vibes going on. What is Cruel Jaws? Cruel Jaws must be the, the fifth Jaws where... No. Uh, <laughs> That's not right. The... the uh, it's not rated, so it means it must have come out straight on uh, straight on video. And huge tar- a huge shark terrorizes a beach in Florida, and the locals try everything to kill it. Oh, it's an Italian horror film. Italian? Yeah, it's shot in Florida. Wow, I love it. Uh, at Theater of the Sea. I'm in. That's all you have to say. <laughs> Aquatic Park in Isla Morada, Florida. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. I really want to go there. Um, only if there's no animals. Uh, trivia. Tr- trivia. Uh, mine was uh, in Robin Hardy and Anthony Schaefer's original Wicker Man from 1973. The island is called Summer Isle. Uh, the producers of the remake uh, decided to change it to Summer's Isle because they thought it would be, quote unquote, easier for Americans to pronounce. <laughs> uh, sure, bud. Sure, buddies. Don't really understand that, but the producer being a producer. <laughs> we're a bunch of foreign people that were just like Americans only understand Summer's Isle. Yeah. But then you alienate the UK. I thought Summer Isle was. Summer Isle's fine. Summer Isle. Summer's Isle. The thing that 
actually threw me off was that there was a person named Summers Isle. I thought it was just it was that was name. the name of the, the island. The the yeah, that's the 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 patriarch. So it was both. Name. It was it was both. It was the matriarch and also the name of the island. Yeah, it's See, like uh, completely confusing. It's like you're from Johnson yes. City, Tennessee. What's your name? Uh, Andrew Johnson. <laughs> yeah. uh, my favorite. My favorite. Trivia was happened a second after the movie ended when the the first credit that came up was this film is dedicated to for Johnny Ramone and I was like that can't be Johnny Ramone Ramone like the Ramone but no the film is dedicated to late musician Johnny Ramone who Nick who introduced Nicolas Cage to the original Wicker Man it's incredible not I Francis Ford Coppola it was Johnny Ramone which is just so good yeah. it's unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. First credit. I, it's just that's not just like a piece of uh, you know in back of the drawer trivia. That is like right in your face, man. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many films Johnny Ramone has dedicated to him, but this is probably the best one. How how you're not giving me no Ramones tracks uh, in the soundtrack though? Yeah, like if you're gonna honor him, actually play like Gabba Gabba Hey or something like that. In the uh, in the in the video about the Ramones, I mean about uh, the movie that I watched, the uh, two director, the director Nick Cage going back and forth. They did talk about this, and then Nick Cage told the whole story, but then Neil was like, yeah, but wasn't he like on his deathbed, and he still asked you about the Wicker Man? And then Nick's like, yeah, I came in, and he's, uh, he said while he was like dying, he was, he was having these, like, he must have been in a haze, and all he said was, like, uh, is Nick doing the Wicker Man? <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> that is Spooktober fodder right there. Yeah, man. that is. If if anything is Spooktober, that's Spooktober. Yeah, I'd say so. Uh, tra- translations. Uh, uh, Nick, you you did your research on this. I looked up two two different titles in different countries. Poland. This movie is called Cult with a K. Cult. 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 And uh, and Italy. It's called. El Preselto. El, el Preselto. Which I think means, which directly Preselto? translates on Google to The Chosen One. Yeah. The which chosen. just reminded me of Kung, Kung Pao. Chosen One. <laughs> nice. <laughs> chosen future, One. Future contender. <laughs> which we will do. We have to do. Yeah, maybe. Uh, we no should way. Have... Is Kung Pao under 25? Oh, yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. It's like 20. Oh. Yeah. It's an oh, all-timer. Yeah. Uh, Adam, I don't know if you had any extra trivia. As you already three years at the beginning of the podcast. Oh, yeah. I do have a couple. I got one that I just couldn't believe. Uh, it was saying that up to 80% of the script was completely just uh, borrowed from the original Wicker Man. That probably <laughs> makes sense. You're, um, you're the real, you're the one who would know that. You you are the one who has seen the original Wicker Man. So, even though it was written by the director, it just it just was like, what what did you get from the book and movie? Apparently everything from the movie that was bad. Yeah, yeah it seems like he just kind of like, it's a, it's a book report, right? He just was like, I'll oh, just hit the marks. Uh, we'll, we'll leave all the fun flair. Hit the beats, yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, it's a... Uh, it's it's like when you go on a ride at Disneyland, it just tells you the story of the movie. You're like, I, right. I already seen the movie. Give me give me something more. Just yeah. give me the denouement. He's like, did. let's make this an absurdist black comedy, but not tell a single soul about <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, just <laughs> keep it between me and you, Nick. <laughs> we'll wait till we get panned, and then and then we'll tell them. Mm-hmm. Um, the the other little note. quick little piece of uh, trivia I had uh, they they wanted right Winona Ryder as the uh, as the lead yeah. as his romantic interest, and um, she hated the script. So yeah, good for her. When did Winona? So, she Winona job, actually had good taste. I think she does. She do. I think she knows. She at least knows a good script when she reads it. Apparently, I mean, she was in Mr. Deeds or something. Like that. She was in Mr. Deeds. Yeah, she gets it. You're terrible. Uh, who's to blame for this film, Nick? Neil Labute. 
Neil LeBute, who was a uh, who director and still writer, still is a director, still still, is, still, still working, still writing, still, still working. working. Uh, created a, a show for Netflix that apparently was really bad. See that usually uh, got that... about eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> for his uh, most recent TV show, but he did direct movies like Nurse Betty. Yep. Which I remember as a child, which I shouldn't remember as a child because it's an extremely graphic movie at, at times. Uh, Death at a Funeral, the American remake, so with uh, Martin Lawrence, uh, Chris Rock, uh, James Marsden, Zoe Saldana. Uh, yep. And then uh, an infamous movie in my life, Lakeview Terrace. M- number one, because I thought it was a four-star movie when, in fact, it's like 35 40% on Rotten Tomatoes. But the reason I know it's, it's a four-star Sam movie. Sam Jackson and uh, Sam Jackson, Beyonce? Carrie Washington, Patrick Wilson. Oh, uh, but it's a four star movie because Roger Ebert gave it four stars. Couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe it when I <laughs> when I when I noticed it. But yeah, that's a, that's a good movie. I think that's might might have uh, started my grudge with uh, uh, Kerry Washington. Oh, so who knows? Well, he also did the Van Helsing TV show. Yeah, the sci fi Van Helsing um, show, which apparently was was popular. I had no idea it existed until uh, today. Well, one of the most depressing parts of doing this podcast is when the director only does one movie and then they. They really fail at their one shot, and they don't really get to make anything else. So is it's, it depressing? It's, it's nice when somebody uh, keeps getting shots over and over. Is it depressing? And though? he doesn't really he hasn't really convinced us otherwise yet. But you know he he's still trying. He's still no, trying. Everyone loves a comeback story. So yeah, yeah there we go. Get his day, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. To borrow Chris Pratt's joke, look at Kim Kardashian. Uh, dumb joke. Um, uh, notable crew. There's only one because Neil LeBute wrote this film and the and the uh, uh the cinematographer's trash. I said it. Uh, Angelo Baralamente. Angelo Baralamente. The composer. Um, um a big time uh, score writer. Score writer. Score composer. Uh, he did all things Lynch. So think of a David Lynch movie. He probably did it. This did kind of once I read that and I was watching the movie again while I read you writing in the word Lynch and I was like, it sounds Lynchian. Mm-hmm. Very Lynchian, very creepy. Uh, also did the Beach, uh, which is a previous episode, uh, Danny uh, Danny uh, Boyle uh, film, and uh, all time all time holiday film, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe Angelo Badalamenti did the did the score for Christmas Vacation. Well, yet. shout out to our guy. <laughs> We're in a great timeline. For We're an Angelo Badalamenti podcast. Big time Badalamenti boy. Big podcast. time Badalamenti boys. All right, I got a notable credit here. If we're doing these, yeah, yeah, go right yeah. ahead. All right, uh, did you guys notice Best Boy Electric? Ooh, yeah, the Best Boy. Who is John it? Williams? John Williams, the com- you know the, the, the composer John Williams. Yes, yeah, it, it, it can only be <laughs> John Williams. So. We're starting uh, the rumor mill right now. John Williams is a is a uh, union best boy. Yeah, no, I heard he did it for free because he uh, he also was a huge fan of the Wicker Man with there the you Ramones, go. and you know, yeah, a- there you go. And he was he was so salty that they didn't give him the the composing uh, the composing offering in in the original film. So he's like, uh, you know what, screw you, Christopher Lee. I'm gonna. <laughs> Make my own damn film. I really love boy. I really love that John Williams uh, decided to, you know, take a pay cut to be a best boy. He is the best boy if he you really the, think about it. He needs the uh you know what he needed? He needed the medical care for being in the union. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're yes. like John, you haven't done a movie this year. Okay, fuck it, fine. <laughs> Speaking of unions, we are standing the I A T S F what is I A T S C I A T S C. Uh yeah, support your strike him up union. Strike him up. Support your local union, you fucks. Uh, actors in this film, Nicolas Cage, of course, plays Edward M- Malice. Yep. You have uh, Ellen Bernstein as uh, Mrs. Summer- Summer's Ellen Office. Bernstein with talent all the time. I, uh, remind me what she said. 
Ellen Burstyn? <laughs> One of the most famous actresses of our generation. I confuse her all Actually, the time. Actually, a former generation. I confuse her all the time with uh, Diane Weist. And the is Ellen Burstyn in that show with uh, Colin Hanks? She's uh, the exorcist in The Exorcist. She's the mom in The Exorcist. Yep, she's yeah. in The Last Picture Show. She's in The Last Picture Show. She's the wife in The Last Picture Show. Yeah. She uh, Requiem for a Dream is also on her top four. I haven't seen it. Alice doesn't live here anymore. Yeah, that's her famous one. With she, the, she won an Oscar for that yeah, movie, with, uh, I believe. She's been nominated six times, mm-hmm. and uh, is also nominated for same time next year. Nobody knows what that is. Sure. So good for her. Good for Ellen. Uh, she is a legend. She's been working since I uh, fifty something. Give 50, me a year. Yeah. Give me something. give me a specific year. Fifty six. Adam, give me a year. Uh, 42. Wow. <laughs> 58. She's been working since 1958. So Congrats. good job, Ellen. Good Done. job. Good really, job. Really shouts, shouts to Ellen bursting with talent. You really did it. Uh, Lily Sobieski also in this movie. Uh, Lily, My girl Lily. She had a big, she had a big decade in the 2000s. Well, yeah. And then, and then she quit. Who was this? Because I, I recognized her, but I, I didn't look her up and I just wanted oh, to, you guys to explain it to me. So who? <laughs> Uh, Lily Sobieski, famous uh, for being in the original Final Destination, and oh. Mul- not Mulholland Drive, the other one. The other one. The other one that's not Mulholland Drive. It's the same, almost the same. Well, title. she was never been kissed. She was the ugly friend and uh, never been kissed. She was wearing glasses, right? Yeah, wearing glasses. <laughs> that that means you're ugly. Apparently, that means you're ugly. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately for for me and and uh, uh, I always remember her from the Glass House. That's what I was thinking of the Glass House. She she she's on the poster of the Glass House. Right. Uh, Eyes Wide Shut. She was in Eyes Wide Shut. She was in Jungle to Jungle. She was uh, in Joyride, the oh, classic. Jungle to Jungle. Oh yeah, yeah she's the she's the girl that uh, Mimi yeah. Siku falls in love she's with. She's Mimi Future Siku's contender. girl. Future contender. <laughs> I cannot wait till we do Jungle to Jungle. I'm very excited for Jungle to Jungle. Uh, she she did retire. She she's a famous like '90s early 2000s uh, actress that retired from acting before she even turned 30 because she was just done with it. She was in uh, Public Enemies. Yeah, so that's pretty good. She just wanted to move to Puget Sound and uh, and know, do some art to where she make some honey. Yeah. She she actually became an artist. Make some honey with non-existent well, bees. Then we got a uh, Cat Behan, who I think we can say, or Kate Behan, who uh, I think we can say, didn't like. Don't know her at all. Don't know her. Don't <laughs> like also, her. Also, what does she do? I think she stinks, and I don't like her. <laughs> then uh, Francis Conroy, the legend. Woo, Francis. Francis bringing the six, heat. Six feet under his own. Six feet under. American Horror Story. Yep. Uh, all all the things. She's still crushing. She looks exactly the same as she did fifteen years ago. So yeah. I'm just like, yeah, ageless keep, wonder. You're doing great. You're doing great. Molly Parker, who I know from more recently, I watched uh, that randomly. I watched that one, Lost in Space on. Uh, I think it's a Netflix oh, yeah. show. A Netflix Lost in Space. Yeah, she's, she's the that? she's the mom in Lost in Space. I didn't know that. But, I think she would have been better as Sister Willa. I, she had more chemistry with yeah with Nick. Oh I yeah, think for you're sure. right. Yeah, yeah. She just had she had way more acting prowess than Willow. I think that was the point though. Like she Willow, I, Willow. I just had no idea what her facial expressions meant at any point the whole movie. She was wearing a mask the entire time. You want to talk about ritual masks? That was her face <laughs> the entire time. Uh, Molly also known for Deadwood. 
Uh, yeah, in, yeah, in, she's uh, Alma. Alma. She's Alma Garrett in Deadwood. Uh, highly recommend that show. And then the Diane Del- Diane Delano Delano. I just wanted to shout her out. She's Sister Beach. She was the uh, the bartender barmaid lady. I thought she was Bar-hack, just yeah. she she's the one. When this movie's over, you just remember her the whole time. Yeah, I feel like she was in other stuff, but I don't really want to look up. No, I looked her. I looked it up, and I couldn't really find her in anything. Uh, some some cameos that Aaron Eckhart, James Franco, and Jason Ritter all in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> in yeah. cameo roles. Yeah, yeah. Very, very brief screen times. Very brief screen times. Um, movie Want, movie plot. Read us the plot. Yeah, according to Rotten Tomatoes, it's a reclusive lawman, Nicholas Cage, travels to a secluded island to search for a girl who's gone missing. Once there, he discovers sinister forces at work among the island's secretive residents, including strange sexual rituals, harvest festival, and possible human sacrifice. I saw no sexual rituals. I didn't either. So that's a good time to bring up 1973. So yes. So Adam, can you give us a? Can you give us also the movie plot of the original? The what the fever yeah, dream, the fever the fever dream. Yeah, yeah. I want it from memory. I don't want you to read it off okay. anything. All right, from memory, it's a, a a British police officer goes finds himself maybe just wanders into town, uh, and there's a girl missing, and then he uh, has sex with a woman through a wall. Um, that's, that's, that's the part I remember. And, uh, <laughs> I remember that. And I remember the very end, the, the, the burning, well, uh, can we do spoilers yet? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, this isn't a spoiler type. Yeah. The, the burning scene in the 73 one is just way more haunting. It's like actually creepy. They're all singing and dancing. They have these like, yeah. drugged out smiles on their faces and, uh, uh, pretty jarring. That's um, the only scene that I watched because it, the the original Wicker Man was on those like back in the day when TV channels did those top one hundred scary movies yes. of all time things. I saw that scene where it was the very end. It was where like, he's oh, like, you're, he's you're spoiling yelling. this movie. Yeah, and he's singing. He's singing yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. he's singing a, like a religious hymn. Yeah, yeah. That's the trick. Is like he's he's like a God fearing man and he's going to this, into this cult. I watched the trailer for it, uh, and I gotta tell you. The trailer was two minutes and sixteen seconds, so that was pretty long. Yeah, that's back in the seventies. <laughs> it trailers, was fucking yeah. wild. They just showed uh, you everything. But it did the the one thing that this movie was missing that the nineteen seventy three was the horniness. I think that right. the, we were missing some valuable horniness. Give me some sexual liberation. It's the yeah. naughties for a reason. It's two thousand six. It's the naughties. Give me some naughty stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we only got that on the back in the last what two minute scene. That's the only time that kind of came out. Yeah, I mean, I guess they had to wait till the if reveal. If you even count that, yeah. Come on, I don't even. Yeah, I don't even recall that. Like, make make a girl uh, hit on uh, Nick Cage all weird, you know? Yeah, but what if the yeah. teacher was like trying to seduce him the whole time? Yeah, we don't, guy, don't even have to show car. anything. Yeah, I just want some weird creepiness in there. I think that horny creepy is actually one of the scarier creepies. Right. Agreed. Right. Yeah, because it messes with your it messes with your. Uh, that your was wiring. a sentence, and we all agree on. Horny creepies. <laughs> uh, keyword uh, keyword spooktober. Okay, are you are you for real? <laughs> so uh, let's let's talk about the most ridiculous parts of this movie. So the first thing we have to talk about is he tripping? Is he tripping? Is this is this whole movie like a dream for him? Is he like, like hallucinating the is whole he time? Make, is this Shutter Island? Are we getting Shutter Island? In yeah, here? Is it, are we getting Shutter Island? And he was the drone the whole time. The dude who wasn't talking. This movie is Shutter Island and Midsommar like exactly Ooh, I like overlapped. That. I, I think like that. that's a, that's like a good Venn diagram. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I I want to say he is, but he's not. There's nothing that gives away him tripping besides the PTSD of. A woman and her daughter getting hit by a, a but wh- truck. Were there a woman and a daughter? But was there? Hit- yeah. And then was there a cop? Was it- there a female cop that came to talk to him later? Uh, yeah, I had too many questions, not enough answers. 
Yeah, I think that, uh, yeah, I think you guys are right. You got to give us something to hang our hat on if we're going to yeah. agree that this is uh, this is all a drug-induced, um, you know, like fever I, dream. I hate to skip it around, but what would make it good is that, is that uh, at the beginning when he's drinking that uh, honey wine, if he starts tripping immediately after drinking the honey wine, like Midsommar. Like, you're you're just on drugs the entire time, so you don't know what's real <laughs> yeah. or not. Well, that would explain all of his hallucinations and stumbling around. Right. <laughs> right. I thought that's where they were going. I thought um, so, too, but they never they never really put two and two together there, I feel like. Yeah. I thought it was an intentional shot, but now I'm thinking back, probably not, where they, they shoot through the bottom of the, uh, the glass-bottomed stein, and his, like, face is all distorted. Who has a glass-bottomed stein? <laughs> I don't know. I don't Does know, that even but... exist? Uh, clear Germans who like to see the bottom of their barrels. Just that was really strange. This is such a boring movie that, in my very small page of notes, I said, "Love the clear bottom mug." Because <laughs> I, I noticed that something. too, and I was like, I "Something to like." <laughs> I don't know how that how that got made. I don't think that that works in a small. Well, then, but then he used that clear bottom Stein to uh, kill a bee. Yeah, you can't which, do that. I think the bee slander in the 2006s was. Um, Unright. Well, there was a lot of bee criticism early on in the 2000s, and then that documentary came out, The Vanishing of the Bees, and then yeah. people freaked out. And then we were like, oh, shit, we need all the bees. We love bees. I'm, I'm a That's... big bee guy now. I'm pro bees. God yeah. damn son of a bitch. <laughs> that bees was, are in, man. <laughs> that was me figuring out the bees need are needed. <laughs> just... Okay, so, so here's my take. We're going back to, we're going back to how did this movie age? I'm going to say that. Nowadays, in 2021, we are maybe more sympathetic with the Islanders. They're they're just trying to protect the bees. They're living their life. Know, Why are we bothering the them? Men da- down a couple pegs, yep. as, as we know, we all Look, know we deserve to be. The only yep. knock that I have is that they go out and they seek out um, new new people to breed with because they don't they don't want, don't want to do the inbreeding shit. I get that, but then you're bringing out outsiders into into your into your cult willingly, but yet unwillingly kill them. So it's like a that sounds like pretty that. legit to me. I don't know what you're talking and, uh, about. I don't know. And it's all police. So this is an anti-police pro-feminism movie. <laughs> I think, I, it, yeah, they're killing cops. I think that this movie, if it came out last year, would have been a hit. <laughs> would have made $100 million. Would have made $100 million. Full soundtrack by Run the Jewels. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay. So to my point of that. This island would have been Waco a long time ago. The <laughs> FBI would have raided this place knowing that police officers are getting uh, a rich, ritual sacrificial killed uh, because uh, because they want their crop to, to be strong. All they would have uh, all they would have had to hear was that women run an area. They'd be like, nope, nope, and nope, men are nope. subservient. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're like, nope, nope. Call call in J Edgar. Uh, call in J Edgar's ghost. We're 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 locking this shit down. So I like that they use the bees as like a uh, as like a symbol. tool symbol of their uh, colony. It was, too, yeah. It's a symbol and it's a tool and like kill the drone, kill the drone. Like men are just drones. I, I thought there was a lot of a uh, lot of cool stuff well, there. And was Cage right in saying that like you know nothing nothing will happen when when I die? Like you're doing this for nothing because they kept saying like their crops their crops bad and it's been bad, right? It's been bad or they had a good one last year. I think that, that was the most confusing. That part was the most confusing part to me. Yeah. What happened last year? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Tell me more about last year. Did you kill a? Did you kill like a virgin? Did you kill like the I wrong think- guy? Okay, I got it. They were setting themselves up for a prequel, mm. which is the Wicker Boy. The there wick, we go. They killed a boy. <laughs> wicker Boy. They killed a boy. They did briefly. They did boy. so. They did briefly mention that they were. They were like uh, when Nick Cage said, "What happens to the boy babies?" They needed to dive into that more. They, and they were, right. and she was like, "She was like, what do you, 
What? Things happen. Things happen. <laughs> Things happen. That's all she said. Uh, I wanted to see like a 300 scene where they have like the baby yeah, and they throw him against the throw him, throw him into the sea. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know what just Yeet, clicked just eating, eating yeah. babies. Go maybe ahead, those, Adam. maybe all the little boys were the uh, fetuses we saw in the exactly. Jars. That's exactly what they were. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. They kill the boys. That's Get, what happened. Totally missed that. They kill totally the boys unless maybe unless that's for what some happens. We don't really don't. know how. Do, how could they possibly tell what, if it's a boy? They don't have. They don't have like so. They barely. They don't. They barely have any bee. They got <laughs> like, sorcery. What are you talking about? They got sorcery. Okay. Uh, they they just rub some sticks together and then they figure out if it's a girl or a boy. Um, I think I like it, a movie that you need a you need an hour and a half long podcast just to understand the basic mechanics yeah. of the. Plot. Yeah, to understand the lore. The the unexplained <laughs> nature of everything was really the toughest part to wrap your. Like I can't tell if it would have made the movie better had they explained a lot of these things or worse. Well, on the opposite flip side of the coin, if we're talking about a good for, full horror film, Midsommar did that perfectly in in leaving everything ambiguous. Like they talked talked about a little bit. They but gave they only, you enough, though. Yeah. yeah, they gave you hearsay. They never gave you like literal lore. It's just like people talking. Well, this is what we do. This we're one, not. they're like, "Hey, there's a bunch of twins on the island, but we're not going to tell you why." Yeah, we don't have no idea. Why. What was up with all the twins? Yeah. <laughs> there's twins everywhere. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get the yeah. I don't get the the uh, uh, what do you call that? Biological mechanics going on here. Yeah, biggest gripe though uh, was Nick Cage just a highway patrol. Officer, or was he an Stady. actual cop? He, he was, was a statey. He was statey. Yeah, but he's from California, so he'd be a CHP officer. Yeah, um, so he'd be CHP. So they'd be like, "Are you going for a detective?" I'm like, "Can they even do that?" I don't have, really know how it they works. They do have detectives in the CHP. Yeah, they, but and, wow. he's, and then he's like, "I'm driving up to Washington. I'm going I'm to sh- I'm going to Washington to to find my ex." It does make sense that she she would come down to California to bag a cop, though. Yeah, but but she writes him a letter, and the letter got sent to police station. Didn't get sent to his house. You would think that if this was all a setup from the start, she would know exactly where he's living, what he does, what he does on a day-to-day basis. Not like, hey, I'm going to go drop this letter off of the police station with a cop's name on it. (laughs) Hope it finds him. It had been. No, it had been seven years. Our crops depend on it. Yeah, yeah. Just leaving a blank letter with no return return address. Leave it at the police station. Yeah, no one's going to suspect a thing post-9-11. Okay, I got a question question for you guys. Um, Yes. Would you sacrifice yourself? Would you let your daughter burn you alive if it meant that the bees would be saved throughout the world? Like all the bees would All be, the bees would be saved and we'd be fine pollinating them. Unalive myself for the sake of bees. Yep. Huh. I would say <laughs> Well, do, I, do I have to get my legs broken and be put in a in a bee helmet? Uh, Nick and, didn't uh, mention that. So, yeah, I'm so going to leave that out. I'm going to say okay. you're you're no, fully no. You capable. Can't, you can't move goalposts. You can't move goalposts. <laughs> no, I'm going to say you're fully capable of walking around that head before you die. <laughs> I don't All right, I'll do know it. What the fuck I'm saying? I don't think I'm going to do it. I think fuck it. Uh, I'll stay alive. Let the bees die. <laughs> Let the bees. Die. Man, the, the world's dying to, anyway. You're about to live in Mad Max. <laughs> okay. Adam, what's your opinion? Yeah, I don't know. Um, you know, part of me wants to. None of this is about the bees for me. I either want to retain my life or I want to go out in a burning wicker man flame with broken legs and a swollen face just for like a legendary yeah, way that's to go a, out. Yeah, that's a bad way to go out. Yeah, it's a bad uh, way, but a badass way to go out, I guess. So, um, I would say yes. So, Adam, did you yeah. watch Did you watch the torture scene? Yeah, I, so I, I had to go and watch it on YouTube. Because Same. I, uh, that's what I did, Yeah, because we didn't know that the theatrical cut didn't feature the torture scene, but it was cut out specifically uh, to keep a PG-13 rating, which I felt was... 
very poor choice by the studio yeah this was this is what the whole thing was building towards i mean you had so many payoffs here you had the uh epipen payoff you oh man uh, stabbed in the the neck with epipen wow you had you had the um i just made this connection now those logs that they were hauling are those the same logs that they set up to bust his legs yep 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 that's exactly Uh, what they were doing here's all these payoffs that we've been working for some answers we got like a couple answers and they took them away from us unanswerable question uh uh who is in the who's in the burlap in the beginning of the film, I, I was wriggling that around one. all bloody. Was it the, was, was it the question. pilot? No, no, the pilot I left. Pilot left. I thought they implied at the end that they had put someone in the or they had like staged the burlap sack for him to think that it was the little oh. girl. Oh. I think that they implied okay. that with a line when they said we we knew the whole time we planned every move. Why yeah, do you think that sack was bleeding or something like that. <laughs> hmm. Okay, that's a good point. That's a good. That's but a good little. Know. That's a good little red herring. Maybe, maybe yeah. I that I have a big note. One of my first notes was bloody bag. Why? <laughs> <laughs> that actually brings up a, a great note. If if we're gonna move on to the real good stuff, the good stuff of the movie. One of my favorite things about the movie was when they would punk Nick Cage. They would just laugh and laugh in his face. Right, <laughs> and like that was the very first instance of it where you're like, something's not right. They 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 punk him and then. Don't explain anything. Laugh right at him and let him keep walking. Same thing with all the kids. Very Amish move. Every fucking kid, every fucking kid on that island tricked him at some point, and they were just just pranks galore. (laughs) They're just like, wow. They're like, this guy's gonna die later tomorrow. Let's just have the time of our lives pranking the shit out of him. And I thought that was (laughs) really great. Yep. Pretty awesome. They totally got him, you know. They really got him so many ways. Like putting the crow in the desk. Man, the crow in the desk is never never would have seen that coming. Yeah. That was one of the only moments that I was mildly entertained by was his reaction to the crow. Yeah. It's just a his a whole, what? His <laughs> his entire scene in that schoolhouse was like, you f- disgusting liars. Yeah. Yes. It's you terrible classroom ball liars. <laughs> yeah, I liked that actually. Him berating a bunch of a bunch Tiny of nine-year-olds. Girls. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't like continue to lose his mind as much as he was. He had already lost. It already when he lost. Got there. I think had he maybe gradually lost it, he started off really hot, mm-hmm. which I think kind of ruined him his credibility as far as like being a good cop. Yeah, because he was just a bad cop from the outset. Yeah, and he was following following all these like he would just see like a red jacket everywhere, and I'm just like, where do you see this red jacket? And like. Are they sending kids? Is he is he hallucinating? Is he not? I don't know. It's all it's all unexplained. It's never gonna. We're never gonna. Be On the flight over, he was watching Schindler's List. That's why he's seeing red jackets <laughs> yeah. everywhere. Uh, real good stuff. Um, I mean, that the, the pranking was good. I like how the setting was in the Pacific Northwest. It's a good good seclusion. Good little seclusion. Yeah, setting. you don't see. You don't often see uh, isolated aisles. Right. Used as Pacific Northwest aisles. No, it it needs to be utilized more because yeah. there's plenty of them up, up there in the sound. And it's got that creepiness but bright vibe to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Adam, do you have any other real good stuff there? Um, I mean, I, I, it felt like an East Coast movie the whole time. I don't know. I don't buy Nicolas Cage as a California man, even though he may be. I'm Where would sure. he be from? He is from California. No, he's I from t- Napa. I totally, he's from Napa. I totally yeah, yeah, get yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think of him as a, he's a Connecticut type in my head. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's the that's the privilege. Connecticut cop, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, was, a Connecticut cop. That's in. that's where he spent his summers, actually. With... A Connecticut cop in Summer Idols Court, <laughs> written by Mark Twain. 
um, um, yeah, no. What was sorry? What was the what was the question though? What did I oh, the, what other real good things? Or did you oh, like about things. the movie? Yeah, the good stuff. Um, there was a cool shot. I wrote down cool shot. There's two things I liked: the clear mug and the shot when he <laughs> falls over the the uh, beehive, and then they pan out. It's like a super long bird's eye shot. And it's, oh yeah, uh, yeah, all the hexagons. And I was like, okay, there's a little bit of of thought that they put into this. Yeah, there's a little, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like a little bit of M. Night Shyamalan. one Shyamalan. slightly planned thing. Yeah, yeah a little M. Shyamalan. <laughs> the whole time I watched this, it was reminding me of The Village. The whole time. Mm, yeah, if only, if only it was uh, as good as The uh, Village. Big question mark. <laughs> That's uh, a big question mark. <laughs> what, what do you guys think? I think uh, it's the opposite uh, village in that The Village was good up until the reveal, and the yes, this movie was bad up until the reveal... <laughs> And it could have been good, <laughs> but a reveal that you should have seen coming from a million miles away. Like the second that I, the second that it, I was like, "Hey, this is like Midsommar," but I think actually Midsommar is the one that really ruined this movie for me. Is I was just like, "Oh, is this just Midsommar?" Even though Midsommar it's came a bad out after of Midsommar. Yeah, it's a bad version of Midsommar. Uh, speaking I, of, I think you're right. I think this is this is a bad movie up until the reveal, but then they also left the reveal. Yeah, they left uh, that best part of it on the cutting room floor. Right. Yeah, the bees. We needed PG-13. Let's just have the voiceover. When when I watched it after, I was watching it with uh, my girlfriend and we were both just like, okay, we see why this was cut out because Nick Nicolas Cage's acting in this <laughs> is literally insane. <laughs> but yeah. also like something that you would do. But it was so over the top that it would probably take you out of it. But then they put the audio underneath the the walking to the, the wicker scene, man yeah. which so is you, dumb so you're just like okay so he's still like saying all the crazy shit just without like the facial expressions uh, a quick note the the uh adr and uh audio editing in this film is really atrocious like when he's reading the letter or he's reading about the rituals and sacrifices um he's mouthing the words and so it, it kind of matches that he's mouthing the words but he doesn't need to mouth the words he just needs to have the inner monologue reading it reading it for him like it was it's you got to go back to that scene it's 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 really bad it just really threw me off um for the movie yeah yeah Um, yeah. on that on that note when they were um when they were walking him down in the theatrical release they're walking him down they're playing that audio they kept the leg breaks but he's in the he's in the bag yeah he's in the bag already (laughs) ah my legs (laughs) don't move me my legs (laughs) i do love when they open up the bag and he's he's like oh the sun yeah (laughs) and and sorry we got i gotta capitulate on this he gets the bee he hits the bee mask on him and he gets a million bees on his face gets stung three times like why is his face not just like a bulbous nightmare <laughs> yeah, face it should, like it should just be him like barely like hanging that, on by epi, a thread the epipen wouldn't have brought down the swelling right no it was just, it just well it, it would have brought down the internal swelling yeah, it opens up his throat and all that open but. the throat up whatever stupid uh, it's th- those those that specific scene has been talked about ad nauseum with by much better people. Um, but yeah, it's just really frustrating at the same time. Who worked in this film, Nick? I'll give uh, I'll give the who worked to Francis as the doctor slash uh photographer. Yeah, <laughs> shaman. I thought she was fine, Doctor Shaman. You know, she was cool. She was solid. She was great. Uh, she had a creepiness, but also like a, a approachability vibe. Yeah. That I appreciated. Who worked for you, Adam? Uh, I liked um, Sister Rose. I guess also Sister Thorn? Question mark. Um, Molly. Yeah. Molly. Oh, uh, Alma. Yeah, Alma Garrett. Yeah. Thought she was good. Um, James Franco. You know, he uh, really took the role <laughs> at the very end with his. I, thought, his yeah. I thought James Franco nails that cameo. I, I believe him as a, a slimy uh, <laughs> police officer. I just, just found out that Peter Parker was Spider Man, so I'm going to go do the Wicker Man. <laughs> yeah, this is fresh off of Spider Man Two. Oh yeah, he's Wicker like, Man would be a good um, Spider-Man villain, I think. 
Ooh. Hey, from God's he lips to, your, to my ears. Burning. Yeah. Sac- he pulls people into his body and burns them alive. Wow. It's like a it's like a scarier version of Scarecrow. Who's good for you? Um, besides Francis Conroy, I mean the goat Francis Conroy. Uh, I mean the legend Francis Conroy. I mean, <laughs> it, it's it's uh it's between her and Ellen Burstyn. Ellen Burston. Ellen Burstyn was great. She showed up late too, so she had like a sixty two minutes in. Yeah, she had the build up that she she kinda, wasn't as she, mysterious as she needed to be. Yeah, she kind of lived up. She lived up to it though. I thought she At the uh, very end. I thought yeah. she was good when she got the, the face. The paint. face paint was not my choice of colors that i would have had i think that's the point it's supposed to be like weird pastel creepy looking with her with her yellow yeah, teeth. just like blue and white i guess i don't really know yeah. I, I liked it, all the animals dressing up i like the animal dress up part yeah of course you did uh who didn't work for you nick uh cage i think that this okay. is a really bad <laughs> nicholas cage performance it's and not great in a fun way but also in just a really bad way <laughs> yeah it's not great he just yell he he over the top over the top Almost the whole movie. Is this the start of Over the Top, Nick, or d- did it happen This beforehand? is a discussion we've had every month for the last year, so I, I don't really even know where it started or it ends I anymore. think this is, no, I think this is for the modern era cage, this is the beginning of the end. Uh, this is before the, the cage, the, the, the re-cagening. This is before the rebirth of, of Nick Cage as a... Oh, yeah, he's definitely not... Self-aware. He's not back into the, uh, into the one for me, three for money guy yet. One one for the art. Yeah, yeah. One yeah. for the art, two for the show. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. Uh uh, uh Adam, who who didn't work? Um, I mean I gotta agree. Nicholas Cage. Okay. I mean uh, I, I read that uh, Liam Neeson was up for this role. I thought he would have been a lot better. Wow, yeah. Okay, Man, speaking imagine of Imagine if re- Liam Neeson did this instead of taken. Recasting couch. <laughs> uh recasting couch. Who would you who would you would you keep the Liam Neeson one? Do you have somebody else you might like in there, Adam? Um, yeah, no, I like the Liam Neeson one. I, th- I think I'll. I'll just I think that would have been solid, actually. Been right. Yeah, I've been all right. I'm Brian Mills. With a particular <laughs> set of skills. He's definitely more of a cop, for sure. Yeah. More He's got believable. The cop builds. Cop. Nicholas yeah. Cage would look like he you was bitches. He was swinging those kicks. <laughs> yeah, with, yeah. With my recast, I would I would go more towards the horror side of it. In somebody like uh, I'd go Johnny Depp. Jay Depp. Because this mm-hmm. is Johnny Depp prime time. But he's not like uh, he's you know highlights. Yeah. He's not drugged out yet. I mean, he is. Is this dr- the same year as? This is the same year as. Oh, Secret Window is a couple years after. This is two. No, this is two years after Secret Window. Yeah, yeah a so, years but before. that's the that's the Johnny Depp that I picture in this. You know, like a light horror movie. Blonde highlights in between pirate movies. Yeah, yeah. He's, this is solid for him. I think it's I think it's a good role. The worst for me was uh, Willow. Willow was terrible. Hated her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Behan. Behan. Miss Behan. Thank God I haven't seen you in anything else. Or maybe maybe I should. Yeah. Or maybe she, that explains why you haven't seen her in anything else. Could be. Weren't you waiting for her to have like a moment where she like was she gonna, breaks? Where she breaks. Yeah. And then she never did. She never broke. But she never really broke the other way either. She right. was never too happy or too sad. It was just like who what direction was she given? I was I was just unbelievable. If if she had like a bottle of ether in her pocket the entire time, I would believe her. This role makes a lot sense. More. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Taking huffs off a rag. Uh, replace the character with a Muppet. Oh, no, uh, we got no, no, we got Cage. Yeah, we're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sorry. Replace the character with the Muppet. Uh, we're both going to replace the the bar hag. Bar hag. Uh, I'm, I'm replacing Rose? her with Sweetums. Oh, that's a good one. Who is a woman? Yeah, I yeah? just leave it at Miss Piggy. Just Miss Piggy. She's she's gruff like Miss Miss Piggy. Uh, Adam, you can replace anybody in the movie with a with a Muppet. Who? What are you going to do? Nice. Um, I think I'm going to go the. Um... 
the supply pilot. I'm going to replace him with Gonzo. Oh, uh, <laughs> that's a good one. I think that could I be was going to say cage with Gonzo. You see the out the window, yep, you know? Yep, There's yep, like yep. a whole... There could be a whole comedic interchange there. It would have been really refreshing. It's like, uh, you got an engine for this plane? We don't need an engine. I have a catapult. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Shoots him out of a cannon. Yeah. Uh-huh. Actually, that, that brings up one of the funniest parts of the movie is when <laughs> Nick Cage walks up to that pilot and he's like, ahoy. And he's like, what the fuck are you saying that for? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I don't know. I just thought you guys would say that to each other. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That whole interaction was wild to me. Like, it was he... so weird. <laughs> He asks to bribe him and he said, or pay him for a ticket. He says, no. And then he says, how about these? How about you, Mr. Grant and his friend, Ulysses? his twin brother, Ulysses? Yeah. yeah. Like, who has two 50s? Who has two 50s in their pocket at any point and, in and time? How is that enough to convince this man who is not willing for you to pay him yeah. before? Yeah, that'll give me 10 miles. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That that I, I that grinded my uh, phone. I was bummed. Yeah, I was bummed. I was bummed that they killed that pilot when uh, killed he, did, he didn't have to die because he's their only delivery guy. Like, hey, <laughs> they can find another delivery. And guy. they really needed him to deliver him. Like that was the whole point, right? They're in the Pacific Northwest. The whole- <laughs> they just need to talk to Jeffrey Bezos. Okay, that's all they needed. That's how Prime got started. Is yeah. because of a honey cult. <laughs> yeah, because of honey cults. Classic. Uh, Quotes, quotes, any favorite quotes? I mean, you got the ones in his torture scene where he's like, you bitches and and not the bees. Um, He said he says something to the to the to something like you can't kill me for your honey. Yeah. (laughs) No, when he's uh, when he's like frantically searching for the for the girl and like ripping masks off children, he goes in that house and he 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 drops an F-bomb in that house. I forget exactly what he says. Take off the freaking mask. No, he's like something like that. (laughs) I'm not fucking around. (laughs) It's like really weird. Uh, I really like that quote. Uh, Adam, did you have any further? Quotes? Yeah, I, I made a little list of a couple jokes that I liked that okay. Nicholas Cage said. Hell yeah. um, w- walks into the walks into the um, the bar. Oh, must be ladies' night. Yeah, <laughs> that was that was actually really, really solid one that I didn't, I didn't catch, catch until the, I didn't catch until the second time I watched it. And I was like, wow, that's solid. totally got him. Yeah, got him. Um, also, back to the bag scene. I think he says. What's in the bag? A uh, shark? Yeah, would you, would you <laughs> grab a shark? Who <laughs> goes fishing for sharks? <laughs> Some people. My, my last, my last one that I loved was just a, a Cajun insane moment when uh, the the doll is burned. And he just how to get burned? How to get burned? How to get burned? How to get burned? Play the YouTube. Yeah, I, I have. Yeah, we actually have you got it. this. Yeah, yeah I have the clip of it because I was gonna say that one too. Yes, I, I think it's yeah. How to get burned? How to get burned? <laughs> how to get burned? How to get burned? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At first, I thought my performance was way off. No, no you're on that, point. You're that, that was exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, what about you? Uh, any other quotes? Yeah, you got any other festival? quotes there, Nikolai? That was my favorite one. That I did get burned. That's great. That's great. Uh, my makeup- and uh, my my favorite. Uh, it's not a quote, but it was the pause in the music right before he would punch a woman in the face. Right. <laughs> I, just, I was just like, we're just going to pause the music and then like let him just keep hitting women in the face over and over. Yep. <laughs> it happened three times and it was insane. I will it give uh, Nick Crage credit. The one move that worked for him on everybody was the, the kick. Yeah. He kicked Lily into the wall. The shit out of the people that were surrounding him. And then r- when he was getting surrounded, he had two good kicks that he he got people down on that counter like counter cross that he hits lily sobieski with was like <laughs> I, I felt like we were watching shang chi yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like, that, was some, that was some legitimate martial arts like right we're there. back uh, giving it cage a john wick
make it fresh. Uh, I think we all agree here. Uh, we got to make him hallucinate more. Blame it on the honey wine. Yep. For good or for worse, whether <laughs> yeah. that was intentional or not. Go farther in that direction. Yeah, give me some mead dreams. That's all I want. Adam, anyway, any other way to make it fresh? To make it fresh, my goodness. Um, uh, make it weirder. I mean, I, th- yeah. I think that there was there was, there was was a couple weird things. There was the weird twins that said weird stuff. Um, give right. me more of that. Yeah. Or, or not at all. Um, Five years down. If, if this was a 2011 film, there'd be a lot more weirdness to it. It'd be creepier, too, yeah. Yeah, it was it was creepy, things. but it could have been creepier. Always, and you got to push that R rating. Give me the R. I don't think it was creepy. Yeah, it was just weird. Yeah, Not <laughs> weird. yeah. Right. there's a big there's a there's a very broad line between weird and creepy. Is there? Yes, it was there creepy is. because of how weird it was. It wasn't weird of how creepy it was. There you, you know go. What yes, I mean? There you go. There you go. You said it best. <laughs> you brilliance said it best. And now it's time for the top five. Top five. We're gonna do a top five folk folk horror movies. Folk horror films. Adam, I have a list for you to help you out. But you can look up this this list on IMDb. It is, uh, we have, uh, of course, we have The Wicker Man, but we also have Children of the Corn, mm. Meansmar, uh, The Vitch, uh, The Witch, Pet Cemetery, The Blair Witch, uh, The Blair Witch Project, uh, the, the, the original Wicker Man, The Crucible, In the Tall Grass, a lot of Stephen King films, uh, yeah. The Ritual. That is his vibe. It's New England horror movies, basically. Yeah, yeah. Uh, American Werewolf in London. Ravenous, Season of the Witch. If you have any more, by all means, include Ow! it. American Werewolf in London. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Warren's Yvonne. Uh, starting, uh, no particular order. Can we not do a particular order here? Because they're kind of like weird movies, and you've probably only seen like three of them. I've only seen four. Damn, you need to watch The Witch. You watch The Witch. I've seen The Witch. I saw The Witch last year. Okay. Or two years ago. All right, no particular order, Nick. Take it away. You can just go down the line. We'll I can do all five of mine. Yeah. My top five, Mitsumar. One to five? All right, we're doing no particular order. We're doing no... We're doing... <laughs> we're we're going to put it in order, motherfucker. No. Yeah, we are. Here we like go. It. Pet Cemetery, number five. Wow. Number four, In the Tall Grass. There you number go. three, The Wicker Man. Number two, Midsommar. Number one, The Witch. Okay. That's, That's what fair. I got. That's fair. That's what I'm rolling with. That's fair. We'll count Hereditary, but you uh, I actually it. have seen some of American Werewolf in London. I'm surprised you haven't seen that film. And it is freaking awesome. I just haven't seen all of it. It's a great movie. It's so not really, really scary. Yeah, it's not really scary. It's more like just awesome. Yeah, it's just a good... <laughs> it, but weird. Really yeah. weird. Good movie, uh, asshole director. Uh, my top five in no particular order. Actually, it is in particular order. Number five, we'll do American <laughs> Werewolf. Uh, number four, we'll do Pet Cemetery. Number three, we'll do we'll do the Ritual. Number two, the Vich. Number one, Midsummer. Uh, and Adam. that's a good list. Yeah. yeah, no, I like that a lot. I haven't seen uh, Children of the Corn. You haven't seen Children of the Corn? It's good. It's not scary. I've heard it's pretty scary. Not a scary movie at all. Okay. Yeah, not at all. It's it's like, oh, there's a kid. Oh, he's 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 cutting me up with a scythe. Oh, that's it. That's really it. I promise oh, you. That sounds terrible. <laughs> not really. Okay, I've seen I've only seen five of these movies. So there I'm you gonna go. list the five that I've seen. Oh, I'll and... do an honorable mention in Ravenous since neither of you have seen that. Have you seen Ravenous, yeah, no. Adam? No, Re- no. Real good guy Pierce movie. Real good guy Pierce movie. Oh. Uh, Robert Carlyle. It's about um, cannibals. Cannibals in the in like a, a, a secluded uh, American fort in like the eighteen seventies. 
Yeah, oh, I would watch that. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. Um, sorry, the, Adam, go the, ahead. The other two I would shout out would be Kill List. Don't know it. Uh, it's pretty, or no, it's 10 years ago. Ben Wheatley directed it, so that's a movie. I just remember one of the ritual masks. Speaking of ritual masks, ones that they use in that movie, yeah. uh, it's like a stick one. And then the other one is The Wailing, two, 2016. Never seen it's like it. a Korean movie. Oh, yeah. I, know I, see, I see the poster for it all the yeah. time, and I've always thought about watching it, but I'm always kind of scared last yep, second. Yep, yep, yep. I know what you're talking about. Okay, go ahead, Adam. Okay, okay. So uh, by default, number five, The Wicker, 2006. Wicker Man. Wicker Man's? Wicker Man's The Wicker Boy, 2006, last place. Uh, number four, impressive since I've only seen clips. The Children of the Corn. There you go. Still in the only Linda the, Hamilton. The, COTC. Sarah, than Sarah Connor's in it. How could you not appreciate that movie? Sarah Connor's in it. When okay. I was growing up, that was like always, that was one of those ones that kids would talk about. Outlander. Like, totally. They, she still they lives to cut you and. There was lots of lots of uh, you know pretend murder involved based around that yeah, movie. Lots so. of raspberry. Syrup. My cousin was in a corn video. Uh, my distant <laughs> corn, distant corn the band. Yeah, corn the band. Nice. As a oh, as a kid, so technically, children of the corn. He's a he's yes, a child children of corn. Of corn. Yes, <laughs> he's in on a technicality, but we will count it. <laughs> I like it. Uh, number three, Wicker Man, nineteen seventy three. Wow. Uh, from my from my memory, I, I remember kind of liking it. I mean, it was it was slow, like all nineteen seventies movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, it didn't do much, but this movie was even slower. So uh, yeah, you know, yeah, good point. There you go. Number two, Blair Witch, classic. Yeah, classic, classic. Um, it's hard to mess really up like with it. a classic. Yeah, it's not even bad. if you know the, even if you know the twist, you know it's um it's good. What is yeah, I was the, say, what uh, is the twist? I was gonna say, I don't know if it really is a twist. People talk about it like it's a twist, but they just kind of get got. I think. They, they, yeah, I mean, that's is that the twist? Like, the twist is the Blair Witch is real? Like, of course, of course, that's gonna Wait, be wait. The it. Blair Witch is real. Oh my god, you're an idiot. Oh, oh you just no. ruined Blair Witch. Goodness. I was gonna watch it this month, and it just came out too. <laughs> yeah, it just came out 25 <laughs> years ago. <laughs> uh, but no, it's a, that's a fun movie. You know, they play with uh, you know, filmmaking conventions, original it's, found uh, footage film. Yeah, I mean, it was the number one uh, highest grossing movie of all time be- from budget to independent, yeah. Yeah. From, from budget yeah. to uh, gross because it costs so little to it make. Costs like ten grand to make. Yeah. Yeah. The only the movie that knocked it off its pedestal in that was a uh, paranormal, paranormal paranormal activity. Paranormal. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Is that cold? Is that full core? No, that's not full core. No. That's uh, like paranormal. Paranormal. Uh, what's your number? What's your, what's your number one? <laughs> uh, American Wealth in London. Wow. Yeah. There you go. Okay, so I got to finish that movie. You it do. seems like yeah, you got to do like, it. Yeah, you do. Also, haven't seen that since probably around 2006, but uh, oh, I remember wow. loving it. I Man. was definitely like, it was probably more like 2003. I was a little young for it. There was some stuff in there that I was like, "Ooh, this is." So I'm just not gonna not gonna look at my dad, and we're just gonna get through this scene <laughs> together. Yeah, best clo- <laughs> best closing uh best closing uh end credit song um. I think for a horror film because it's Bad Moon Rising by uh, Credence Clearwater. Oh yeah. yeah, spooky. Yeah, good Spoopy. stuff. Uh, and, you didn't, uh, <laughs> you didn't, you've never seen The Witch? You never seen? Uh, I've never seen the, the Witch. No, oh, The Witch. The Witch. Wow. No, I, I really need to good. watch it. I, uh, I, yeah. Do you I like? Fall behind on my do you like evil stuff. goats? Uh, Black Pete. Yeah. Who doesn't? <laughs> who doesn't? <laughs> like I love Black goats. Pete. Um, and then the Ritual. That's a good. That's a good Netflix movie. Black Philip. Black Philip. Yeah. Black, yeah. Black Pete. Black Philip. Black okay. Pete is the American. The no, American version. No. Black Pete is uh, <laughs> the is American a bad, remake. Is a really bad uh, 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 Netherlands uh, uh, like 
It's a uh, Krampus. It's their Krampus. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. sorry. Uh, the ritual is <laughs> a good uh, uh, British film about um, uh, Apostle it's... is another one. Apo- I need to watch Apostle, Gareth, with, the Gareth Evans movie. Yeah, yeah, with uh, Michael Sheen and Brendan Gleeson. Is Brendan Gleeson in that? Yeah. Or Domhnall. No, it's Big Man Brendo. Big, big Brendos. Okay. Uh, we'll do we'll do the we'll do the next game. Uh, you wanted to do reboot, sequel, prequel? Yeah, reboot, sequel, prequel. You can choose one. Uh, you can choose the same one as somebody else. Or do we want to? Yeah. Each get Whatever idea one? you have, you go right ahead. Give me a reboot. Give me a sequel. Give me a prequel. Um, whoever's ready can please take off because I'm gonna need some time. All right, I got it, guys. I'm gonna I'm gonna play with what I had earlier. Take go off. with it. The year is 2004. The harvests have been strong for 60 years past. This year, there is no wicker boy. There is no wicker man. There is no wicker. Prequel, The Lost Harvest. Wow. It is a, it is a, <laughs> a, a direct to DVD release starring Haley Joel Osment. Oh, wow. yeah. <laughs> As the wicker boy. Coming off and, of secondhand uh, lions. <laughs> It was hard to get him attached, but he, you know, he did it. <laughs> and uh, you know, I, I don't know what happens yet. I don't think anyone's ever made it through the full movie, so fair. no one really knows. No, no I think that's good. That's that's a that's pri- that's is prime Haley Joel. You could probably get him. He's only doing Kingdom Hearts voiceovers at this time, so I think you're good. Wow, that, that's a great idea. Okay, okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna do the sequel that's in the movie already. Oh, dang it. Okay. Unless you have a better version. No, no, no. no. Uh, you're going to have a better version. No. Okay. We're keeping James Franco because how do you not? Right. Uh, him him and uh, him and Jason, Jason Ritter. Ritter. Yep. <laughs> both broke, both totally, film. completely brokenhearted after their two girls leave them when they were going to have joint weddings on the same wedding day. Starts out as a rom-com. You think it's a rom-com. They get some letters in the mail. They're head to the island. Things are different, though. It's a few years later. The internet is starting to take over. You know, uh, service has extended a little bit more. But then you didn't really think about the technology that they're using on the island. And they're they're not just doing what they used to do where they send girls out. They're catfishing. Men are showing up in droves. They're getting man after man on the island. And you know what's stronger than a wicker man? A wicker group of men. Wow, wicker men. Wicker men. Yeah. Wow. You know what's going to bring the harvest back? Burn them all. Burn them all down. Burn them all at the stake. The only thing is they did, they underestimated James Franco and how horny he is. Wow. <laughs> horny James. He seduces Ellen Bernstein. What? Yep. And then we go from there. That's You have to watch the rest to find oh, out what happens. Have to watch. <laughs> you leave the cliffhanger of James Franco having sex with Ellen Bernstein? All right. Yep. Okay, buddy. Somebody needs to take a cold shower. Uh, my mine will be a sequel, and it will take place present day. Um, present day with a private investigator, um, who is hired by a <sighs> private investigator gets hired by a. Uh, a a college, a college age student, a woman, if you would, um, who says that she inherited, you know, X amount of dollars off of the death of, of her family and uh, wants to find answers about where she came from. So hires the private investigator, played by 
Richard Jenkins. <laughs> and Richard Jenkins goes to the, uh, uh, finds uh, the etymology of, of where she is, where her birth certificate is from, um, you know, foster home to foster home uh, after she, uh, after she, after her parents die, and uh, finds out that she's from the Pacific Northwest, and so ventures out to the Pacific Northwest, goes to uh, goes to the island of Summer's Isle, finds uh, finds an abandoned island, basically an uh, island that's been downtrodden, uh, burnt to ruin. Uh, not a whole lot going on there in regards to uh, agrarian life, uh, uh, seafaring life, <laughs> uh, life in general. Uh, but finds a finds a little hut, and, and in the hut. Uh, finds uh, some records and it's records of the harvest and what they did to preserve the harvest and before he knows it uh he finds a stairwell that leads to the underground and the underground is where the drones dwell so it's the survivors of the uh survivors of the cult after being uh being uh exposed to a massive drought uh, blight what whatever what have you all their bees and crops die and they're resorting to uh underground activity and it's not pleasant um it's the wicker man too sticky wicket (laughs) (laughs) i just say wicker man too the cave yeah cave something maybe or other (laughs) the wicker man too the cave of wonder i like that anything (laughs) underground is automatically scarier so i think you're on to a more scary version yeah instead of fire it's water so they they worship water um because they're surrounded by water. Water is their water is their new god. Your water talk did remind me of the thing I wanted to bring up earlier. Uh, the when I listened to the interview, think of the one thing. One of the questions that Neil asked Nicholas Cage was, "What's something that you would want to adapt?" And Nicholas Cage said, "Well, uh, twenty thousand leagues under the sea. <laughs> he wants to. He wants to under. Sea. He wants to adapt twenty thousand leagues under the sea. He wants to be Captain Nemo. He would be a great Captain Nemo. He wants to be Captain Nemo, and he's like, and I love the stuff. So I could genuinely tell you how excited I was to show you these like sea artifacts. <laughs> he used that <laughs> language the whole time, and I'm like, fucking give him this movie if right you, now. Give me a Disney Plus show starring Nicolas oh, Cage. Oh my god, twenty thousand yes. leagues under the sea, Captain Nemo, and then just do a CGI of Kirk Douglas. Oh yeah, that's all I want of him losing his completely damn mind in that submarine yeah, being a smart yeah. scientist who just <laughs> loses his shit i have no idea what happens in Twenty Thousand leagues under the sea but uh it's hope- just ca- it's just them being captive under captain nemo okay. that's really all it is yeah he's crazy right he's a crazy person okay that's perfect put him in the role yeah it's like captain ahab underwater final uh, thoughts is this movie yes. better than the big green adam first oh. off do you know what the big green is I love the big wow. All right. Well, it's been a great show that we're going to delete. Thanks for coming on. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I haven't seen the big green in probably, you know, 20 years. Pretty sure it's Uh, on HBO max. Please watch it. So you'll be disappointed. No, it's great. Still great. I want it to live in my brain as a good fun thing. Ana de Arbo. Uh, the next Olivia, next big thing, Olivia Diabo. <laughs> Olivia Diabo. The next big thing, according to Raj. But uh, uh, is it better? No, you're you're not wrong, Adam. Stay true to your heart. It's good movie. Yeah. You can even no, rewatch Wicker, it. It's still good. Sure. The Wicker Man is is not better than the Big Green. I, yep. agree. The, I agree. The the Big Green is scarier. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, because yeah, it talks about immigration yeah. and Steve Gutenberg's <laughs> gut. What's more scarier than that belly? Oh man. Uh, uh, no, I just forever was a child was haunted by like the what. Are, uh, all the, the different things that the goalie yeah. imagines. Yeah, the mummies and the, the knights. <laughs> the and, knights, uh, yeah. What a great concept, a concept for a joke. I thought that was awesome. Yeah. So good. It's pretty good. 
it's pretty okay. all right. So no, this is way worse than the big green. Fair enough. We all agree. Uh, re re rate it. It's fifteen percent. I'm gonna give it a. I'm gonna give it a twenty. I'm gonna move Why? it. Up. I'm gonna bump it up five Why? to twenty. Why would you? I just feel like it's it's a it's a you know. In honor of Spooktober, I'm giving it thirteen. Needs to get knocked down a few pegs. It's okay. a bit. It's a bit overrated for being a bad movie. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like everybody. I think it's it. so. I think it's bad. Good twenty percent. <sighs> it's bad. It's still bad. Good thirteen percent because it's overhyped. Like when you give me an overhyped movie, uh, case in point, The Boondock Saints, I'm gonna automatically dock it when it's when it's not up to snuff by saying it's an amazing movie. True, it's true. Uh, it's not an amazingly bad movie either. Adam, what's your what's your rating? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it at sixteen. More specifically, sixteen point five, which is right between the. That is between the critic and the audience score, which I just feel like is perfect. Yeah. Oh yeah, okay. good point. Good Keep point. it in the middle. No, no one liked it. You know, the the <laughs> high heads didn't like it. The, the low audiences didn't like it. It's that just is not good. Sixteen point five ounces of honey wine in that glass uh, glass <laughs> bottom stein of yours. Got it. I think that it's a, it's a it's actually impressive, and it's a it's a feat of art that they were able to kind of get everyone on the same page. I'm talking yeah, to true. the the next smelter I see and ask him how do you put a glass bottom on a, on a metal stein. <laughs> Uh, blurb, uh, my blurb is burn this father down instead of burn this mother yeah, down. Yeah, no, I like that one a lot. I like that one a lot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, mine wasn't so good. I got a, so the blurb at the end is our two cents review of the movie. Uh, Adam, in case you didn't know, our, mine is, uh, save the bees, kill the man. Nice. Yes. I, I think we can all Great agree with that one. But it's like the man is also, it's like a double entendre, like the man and the man, you know, sort of thing. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Uh, uh, real recommendations. No, uh, Adam, do you have a? Oh, Adam, sorry. Adam, do you have a oh, yeah, yeah, I got, I got one. Um, I wish this film would move quicker, man. Wow. <laughs> See, that's the artist. Ah, oh, goddamn it, that's awesome. That we there all want to be. Uh, real recommendations. Uh, Nick, did you have one? Yeah, uh, we watched Shang Chi uh, last night. Yeah, what did you think of Shang Chi? Thought it was good. It was good. Yeah, it was good. It's pretty good. As far as Marvel goes some of the more enjoyable fighting because it yes. was more martial arts based. Yes. Instead which is power beam based thousand times more enjoyable. Always, always more enjoyable. So I think that alone really has made it, made it worth the watch. Yeah, I agree. Adam, anything to recommend? Um, let's see. I'm watching, I'm watching a couple shows on Hulu actually. Um, Hulu. Steve, Steve Martin, Martin Short. Yeah, yeah. only murders in the building. Yeah. yeah that was fun. Good move. Good show. I liked that a lot. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. I'm also watching. Uh, I'm a behind on a couple of these episodes. Um, uh, Nine Perfect Strangers, also a Hulu one. Yep, I haven't yeah. finished that yet, but also also spooky? a good watch. Yes, yeah, spooky. Um, kind of similar in some themes to The Wicker Man. It's yeah, like, you know, a bunch of people in an isolated wooded community, <laughs> probably all doing drugs, hallucinating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm watching that, and uh, you know, I, me and my fiance just watch 90 Day Fiance all the time. So oh, there you go. I, Lots of pleasure. bad reality TV, man. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Um, my quick, uh, my quick real recommendation. I'm gonna be basic, and I'm gonna just say Squid Game. That's it. Have you watched it? I've seen the first episode. Okay. Yeah, it's good. It's Have good? you seen it? No, I haven't gotten around. Well, Jesse is like, we can't watch another show without finishing all of our I other agree. shows. No, it's a good point. I did just uh, finish Succession season two. Oh wow, you're finally caught up. Finally caught up. Wow, I'm ready for the new one now. You're ready for it to just be in time. By white just people in time. In power. Great. Yeah, white people acting a fool. <laughs> um, uh, thank you, Adam. Thank you for being on the show. Anything you want to uh, pl- anything you want to plug at the moment? We know you're you're a busy boy. 
Oh, um, yeah. Thanks for having me, guys. Um, plug my, my uh, band, Blaze Wave. We have a new album coming out in a week or two. Um, definitely by the end of October. Can't give you a hard date, though. Amazing. Um, that's going to be called Worldwide Wave. Worldwide so check Wave. it out on all, all major streaming platforms. Triple dubs. Available on Spotify, on Apple Music, uh, on, on the YouTube. Uh, titles, the um, the uh, the band camps, the, uh, all of them. Oh, yeah. Title. Yeah. yeah. For, I can't forget about Jay-Z, my boy. <laughs> How could you forget about, about Is title? Is that still going? Yeah, it's cool. Like the Good for that. Of the, uh, <laughs> Fair enough. The of the, of the music world. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, uh, thank you, Nick. Uh, thank you, Adam. And thanks to Nicholas Cage for keeping our dream alive. Yep. You're the yeah, cage. Thanks, You're the cage staying alive. Uh, thanks as, for coming on. Yeah, as we always say, uh, keep it real. Yeah, keep stay it uh, Yeah, stay uh I'm sailing. Yeah, worry about the weather. I'm aimless. On another level, I'm faded. Found another island, I'm staying. God, I love my brothers like Raymond. Probably the saddest one I'm playing. Smile on my face while you base it.